0: Ha Rich Grimshaw here with my daily podcast practice for Monday, March the 1st of 2021. Kind of a big day because I have tentatively, well, let's say i penciled in on my calendar three years in the future, March 1, 2024. That's the day I retire. Yep, that's the day I'm going to hang it up. I will have turned 70 the year prior in August. I've always plan to work till 70. But I'm going to go until March because my company pays out its bonus the last day of February. and I'm just too damn cheap to leave and leave the bonus on the table. Besides, I like what I'm doing. I really enjoy it. And, and I, I'm saying that I have penciled that in because I might continue to go. Or I might leave earlier. I don't know. But at least I have a plan. And that plan is on March 1st, 2024, to be in the retirement age. So thanks for dropping by. I appreciate it. I want to say thanks, especially for my friends on Facebook who took the time to listen to an episode or two. I saw my stats jump up on that. Thank you very much. Shout out to Chad, who told me today that he listened. Chad is starting a three-day fast today or tomorrow. I'm not clear which day he's starting, so Chad, I wish you well with that. You're a better man than I, for sure. So since um, I broached this retirement thing, I thought it would be a good thing to do to to read something about retirement. And I went looking for a, you know, 10 things to do in a retirement thing type uh, article. And I came up with an article from TheBalance.com, a site that I'm brand new to as of today. And the name of the article is What to Do in Retirement. One of these seven things for sure written by Dana On Spock. I think Onspach, and reviewed by Thomas J. Brock. I'm not sure what that means to be reviewed. It was updated December 24, 2020. Here we go. How much you spend in retirement will be related to what you do with your time. Before retiring, give serious thought to what you will do once you are retired. I agree. I'm giving that serious thought. If you'll be on an a limited budget, as most people are, you'll want to find affordable activities that contribute to your overall well-being. If you have expensive hobbies, like golf or sailing, you need the budget for those. Some retirees know exactly what they'll do with their time, but many don't. I'm in that category, yes. For those of you looking for inspiration, below are seven things you can do in retirement. And number one is learn something new, whether it be fly fishing, Woodworking or needlepoint retirement can be the perfect time to learn something new. You can usually find affordable local classes on almost any subject taught by your city's park and recreation department, a local community college, or a local business or hobby store. Road Scholar, that's R-O-A-D, not R-H-O-D-E, is a popular program that offers educational trips for adult learners. Yeah, I could learn something new. Maybe I'll write a book. I, I do want to write a book before I expire. If I could just figure out what I would write it about, then I could start. But it's kind of like podcasting. I don't know what the hell I want to say. Let's go to number two, and then we'll wrap this up. Number two is to volunteer. Invest in what matters to you. Some retirees find what they miss most is a sense of contributing to another's success. I agree with that. You, I, I just have to have this sense that I'm doing something for a lot of other people not just me I get that that sense in working and that's why I'm still working Volunteering can be a great way to contribute excuse me volunteering can be a great way to continue to contribute in an area that matters to you it could be teaching children to read volunteering at a local school helping out an organization that feeds the homeless or using your business skills by donating time to an organization like SCORE S C O R E Society some of them are retired executives, service corps of retired executives. I think is what that stands for. They help new business owners. There are organizations that specialize in volunteer opportunities for those age 55 and older. Check them out and see what's out there. All right, we're going to leave. We're going to leave the article right now uh, because there's more to come, and I, I can, we can savor that the time between now and then. We will delay our gratification. So I just have to remember that I've done number one and two. And we'll start tomorrow with number three, which is teach. Okay, I'm not going to say what it says about it. I'm just going to tell you that tomorrow's topic is teaching. Let's go to 350 good questions to ask. Question number 86. What's the most ridiculous thing you have bought? I'm going to change this sentence to, can you think of a ridiculous thing that you have bought? And a ridiculous thing. Hmm, What would ridiculous mean? I, I bought... I frequently buy things that don't work for their intended purpose, So, but I don't know that that's ridiculous. Hmm. How about a a gym subscription? Would that, would that be considered to be ridiculous? Or, see, back in the old days, in the old days, there were book clubs and record clubs, so you could buy subscriptions to those, and you would get, like, a record every month or a book every month. I have done that. I don't know that I would call those ridiculous, but we don't have those anymore. And so, you know, it's kind of a throwback. So, the subscription things that we have today are more like food. A lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, weekly subscription things will deliver pre-planned meals to you. Uh, Blue Apron comes to mind as one of the more popular. Well, I don't know if it's more popular. It's just one I hear advertised a lot. So, there are those. Um... Hmm. I've bought trips, I've bought clothes, I've bought cars, I've bought houses, I've bought property, real estate, I've... Hmm, I buy electricity, buy water. Those aren't ridiculous things. And of course, now that we have Amazon, where we can just look and see just everything, everything that's available, we can go crazy. I bought some things from on Amazon yesterday, and they, they arrived today. And today's... Well, I can't say that... <laughs> So my, the podcast is for Monday, but I'm recording this Sunday night, and that's when they arrived. I ordered them on Saturday. They arrived on Sunday. And, you know, just a, a new portable mouse for my uh, computer, my laptop, and a cable so I can pump the podcast from my iPad out through the stereo that's in the shop. Ordered them yesterday. They came today. But those aren't ridiculous things. Those are useful things. Let's go to number 87. What's the funniest comedy skit you've ever seen? Well, again, I'm going to change the sentence to say, what's a funny comedy skit that's memorable that you've seen? And that has to be the Gone With The Wind skit from the TV show. Oh, the comedian. What's her name? this is going to be a long pause. Carol Burnett, the Carol Burnett show when they did the gone with the wind. And she comes down the stairs with the, with the drapes and and the curtain rod on over. It's just, Oh God, that's funny. That, that whole show was very good. They very talented people and they had good chemistry. They got along really, really well. Well, that's it for today. Thanks for dropping by. You know, I'm going to be here again tomorrow and you can, Make sure you don't miss this by subscribing if you want to. If you need more information, you can go over to dailypodcastpractice.com and find out everything that you're going to want to know. I'm Rich Grimshaw. Thanks for listening.